KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Art Power is presenting Indian fusion band Red Bharat, mixing Indian bhangra rhythms, hip-hop, and funk music, March 23rd at the Epstein Family Amphitheater. Tickets and information about upcoming concerts and events at artpower.ucsd.edu. Welcome back to the KPBS Cinema Junkie podcast. I'm Beth Accomando. It's October and Halloween is just around the corner. In fact, too close. My home haunt is not yet completed and I'm here recording a podcast. But this is Halloween, my favorite time of the year, and I want to share all the frighteningly good memories I've been gathering about the first film to scare people. My memory of the first film to scare me is so vivid that I wondered what other people might recall about the movies that scared them. Last week, I provided a preview of the podcast on Midday Edition to whet your appetite, but here's the full show. Let's begin with the simple question, do you remember the first film that scared you? I certainly do. Fear is a primal human emotion, and experiencing fear is something we all tend to remember vividly. My parents took me to some inappropriate films when I was young, but I have to thank them for that because it probably laid the foundation for my love of horror. I saw things that terrified me and kept me awake at night, and when I did fall asleep, the images invaded my dreams. I remember that damn dog carrying around a severed arm in Kurosawa's Yojimbo, and I had vivid nightmares about the film The Collector, starring Terrence Stamp and Samantha Egger, especially a scene where she cracks him over the head with a shovel trying to escape. But the very first film that I remember being scared by, although Disney probably scarred me much earlier, but I'm just not recalling the specifics, is A Boy Ten Feet Tall. I must have seen a boy 10 feet tall when I was only about four, and I've never seen it since, but it dealt with a young Anglo boy recently orphaned in Africa and starred Edward G. Robinson as what the film called The White Hunter. A boy 10 feet tall who packed a lifetime of adventure into a few short weeks of running from one desperate end of Africa to the other. He was bombed and strafed at Suez, plodded across the burning Eastern Sahara on foot, found himself manacled to a dead man under the blazing sun with vultures overhead. Handcuffed to a dead man, yes, that's exactly what I remember being most terrified by. I don't know what was actually in the film, although I should go back and see it again just to see what it was really about. But I had nightmares about being in a dark jungle and not being able to see and dragging a dead body behind me. The film was billed as an adventure for kids, but it's the first memory I have of being scared. So it's not always a horror film that provides the first scare, as writer and filmmaker Clive Barker reveals. The first movie I remember scaring me was uh, was Sleeping Beauty. Now shall you deal with me, O Prince, and all the powers of hell! Disney's responsible for the nightmares of many children. He was, I think, triumphantly good at a particularly American mixture of scares and sentimentality. The thing about fear is it also produces adrenaline, and the rush from that is kind of exhilarating. That may be why many people can immediately recall the first film to ever scare them. My name is Mike Hill. I'm a sculptor and, and uh, a monster maker. I'm at Monster Pooza. The first movie that frightened me was Christopher Lee's Dracula. Dracula's blood. I taste the blood of Dracula. That scared the pants off me as a child, and I guess that's the first time I was terrified. It was a coach going through Transylvania mountains or wherever, and um, there's a, a nasty guy on the coach, and he ends up throwing this innocent guy out of the coach, and the guy, you know, he's lost in the middle of nowhere, and he hears this high-pitched screaming. And then next minute he sees Christopher Lee fleeing around with a, with a big cross through him, and 
you know, to me it was just terrifying. It was blood. It was red. You know, I think it was. I think it was the garish red blood that did it. You know, because the classics I was used to. Also, it must have been when we got a color TV because before that it was all black and white. And uh, so yeah, once I, I think when I saw that blood, it just scared the pants off me and stuck with me. And I'm glad you asked that question because I forgot all about it. You're right. Yeah, that was the first one. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm Tom Holland. I'm the writer-director of Fright Night, Child's Play, Psycho 2. The first scary film I remember is Them. I tell you, gentlemen, science has agreed that unless something is done and done quickly, man, as the dominant species of life on Earth, will be extinct within a year. A science fiction film about an atomic blast creating giant killer ants and they invade Los Angeles. Stay in your homes, I repeat. Stay in your homes. Your personal safety, the safety of the entire city, depends upon your full cooperation with the military authorities. Yes, cities, nations, even civilization itself, threatened with annihilation, because in one moment of history-making violence, nature, mad, rampant, wrought its most awesome creation. But born in that swirling inferno of radioactive dust were things so horrible, so terrifying, so hideous. There is no word to describe them. And that was the most fun, scary film I remember as a, as a little kid. And the film that changed my life was Psycho. By Alfred Hitchcock in 1961. And I was like 16 or 17. And that was such a huge jump in terms of montage and the way it was edited and that film really did scare me. It was the shower scene. No, I had never seen your female lead killed off in the first 20 minutes. I mean that was, it was, it, it violated all the rules and I never saw something that was that graphic and that terrifying even though we didn't see anything. It changed my view of editing because before that I've been watching Hammer Horror movies and AIP, which were very traditional, deeply saturated. They did a close-up, it was a big deal. You know, but Psycho changed all that. Psycho was the beginning of, of modern horror and Alfred Hitchcock is, is, the, is the, 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 the genius of, of suspense horror filmmaking and the father of it. Hi, I'm uh, Bernard Rose. I'm the writer and director of Candyman. The, the, the first film that I remember really terrifying me is um, actually a masterpiece, in my opinion. It's a film that Ken Russell made in 1971. It's called The Devils, and it's based on Aldous Huxley's book, The Devils of Ludan. <laughs> Secluded women, they give themselves to God. But something remains which cries out to be given to man. Now this is sin. My beloved sister in Jesus seems to have set her mind on me. There's no reason. But of course I can prove nothing. This mother superior may be little more than a hysterical nun. But if it is a genuine case of possession by devils, and if Grandier himself was proved to be involved, then yes, I think it bears investigation, gentlemen. It's about the uh, possession of a convent of nuns in the uh, 17th century in France. But what the film is about is not the possession of, of the nuns, it's about how Cardinal Richelieu uses 
this event to frame the priest of Grandier and torture him and burn him to death. You're going to be tortured. Have you thought of the pain to come? You have one consolation. Hell will hold no surprises for you. And I think that what truly terrified me was that how the film brilliantly exposes how the state uses fear as a form of oppression, fear and superstition to achieve fascistic aims. And you know, all you can say is, that's truly terrifying, and that's the world we still live in. I mean, it's a testament to how dull and tame films have become since then. Really, nobody's got even close. Hi, I'm Lance Henriksen, and the first movie I ever saw that scared me to death was around when I was around 11. And I had gone into the theater uh, sort of in the afternoon. By the time the movie was over, it was dark. And it was called The Thing with James Arness. The Thing from Another World. This is the spot where it was first seen. And these are the first people who saw The Thing. And I had to walk up the middle of the street. I was so scared something was going to jump out of the doorway or somewhere. I, the movie changed my life pretty much forever. It was very well made, you know, so. And it was back in the day when there was, language was everything and, and it was black and white and it was brilliant, brilliant movie. What the juice is off. Pat, Pat, Carrington turned off the generator. Well, bring the flashlight. Eddie, hold it off as long as you can. Roger. Watch out, he's got a gun. It was the overlapping dialogue. It had a touch of reality that other movies did not have. And, and, you know, it was directed by a great director, but also the music and also there were no special effects, there were only practical effects. So it was very cool. I'm Tony Todd. The first movie I ever saw that really got me was probably Rosemary's Baby. I love, I'm from the East Coast, I did a lot of time in New York City, so the Dakota, which is also famous for, or infamous for where John Lennon was assassinated, has such an eerie, creepy presence, and the cast, which included Ruth Gordon, and, um, and John Cassavetes, and Mia Farrell, it was just, the casting was exquisite. What have you done to it? What have you done to its eyes? He has his father's eyes. The psychological terror that lay within what would happen if this child was taken from a person and diverted to another way. So that got under my skin. I love the psychological tension in it as opposed to just blood and guts. He came up from hell and begat a son of mortal woman. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! To Sidney Blackmare, who was a great classically theater trained actor, and Ruth Gordon walking up to Dakota after the girl that we had just met with Mia Farrow in the washroom that said, be careful, and then she jumps off the balcony. At that point, we all knew that there was something creepy going on with this couple. It was the way it was shot. Roman Polanski knew how to edit and capture these elusive moments, which is what good films should do. Show you the moments that you don't expect. Hi everybody, this is Elliot Brodsky from Monsterpalooza reminiscing about films that I have enjoyed growing up with and that have affected my love of horror and science fiction. The real movie that 
absolutely made me jump and shiver watching the entire film was Jaws. The fact that I go to the ocean and that I can swim and ride in a boat and the fact that there is a creature lurking below that surface that really I knew nothing about and the fact that it could potentially hurt me terrified me and the fact that this thing was so big, at least in the film, it terrified me that I could be literally within feet of something that I don't even know it's there because it's under the water. And I just remember absolutely walking out of that theater saying, oh my God, I can't believe what I just saw. It's, can this happen? And to this day, no film has ever affected me that way. I'm Kirsten McCallion. I've written a, a few horror films. I worked on the Texas Chainsaw 3D movie and Exeter, which came out just recently. The first movie to scare me would definitely be Jaws because I have not been swimming since without total paranoia. <laughs> you know, the, the buoy scene, I was pretty much reeled in and, and scarred for life. <laughs> But that's great, wonderfully scarred for life. <laughs> Hi, my name is Eric Msumanje, and I directed a film called My Mother's Songs. And the first uh, horror movie I ever saw that really, really f scared me and freaked me out was Night of the Living Dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it. You're ignorant. They're coming for you, Barbara. Stop it. You're acting like a child. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. It was just really scary because I, I, I was young. I think I was about, <laughs> I think I was about like 10 years old actually when I saw this film and uh, I didn't speak any English. It was just uh, visual for me. And obviously, you know, with like the screaming and yada, 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 um, it had a, a I guess, a, a, a impact on me and um, really interesting part for me and why it really stuck out was me being from Tanzania. As a kid, I've always heard stories about zombies, but they operate differently. So seeing them or seeing these types of zombies on screen really freaked me out. Yeah, so I, I, like, I always remember that film. Yeah. I think what really got me was the whole, like, the zombies just walking really slow. That's just really freaky to me, you know? And I think that's part of the reason why I was really... Well, that, that's what really made it really strong was the type of zombie. Um, so in, in general, it, it was just the, the zombie walking really slow, and that just really freaked me out, you know, because it, it creates that, that intensity in you. And it, I think it was a lot more intensified for me because it was the first time I'd ever seen a scary movie. Uh, my name's John Skip, co-director of Tales of Halloween. The first movie that actually terrified me and drove me out of the room was Invaders from Mars, the original science fiction film from the 50s. Gee whiz. Invaders from Mars. He saw them land from outer space. He saw them capture innocent people only to destroy. When I was a little kid, I had a terrible fever, and it was, the rats were crawling down the walls at me. I was hallucinating like a son of a bitch, and they had to do the Jacob's Ladder thing on me where they threw me into the bathtub full of ice cubes to break the fever before I like burned up. So I was terrified of everything. But when I saw Invaders from Mars on a, on a Saturday afternoon in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in I would say 1962, I was five or six years old, and what it was specifically 
was that if you went out to the back of town and were walking in the sand, all of a sudden the, the dirt would suck you under, and when you came back, you weren't yourself anymore. And the main character's a little kid, and is shot with this forced perspective, and everything's like looking up, everything's taller than him. From a POV standpoint, I, I completely related. I felt like that little kid. And it was the first time I realized, uh, if this movie was right, I can't trust grown-ups. I can't trust the people who I'm supposed to trust. And that was a really, really terrifying thing. But nobody's getting anywhere out there. Nobody can locate anything, anybody. The Martians, we've got to start the... Invaders from Mars, capturing humans at will for their own sinister purposes, turning them into diabolical instruments of destruction. My name's Andrew Cash. I'm co-director on Tales of Halloween and uh, Never Sleep Again, The Elm Street Legacy. So I had a lot of movies that scared the hell out of me as a kid, but they were all like really scary moments in kids' films like Disney movies and Return to Oz and you know Raiders of the Lost Ark. But the first like out-and-out -out horror movie that truly fucked me up was Alien. I saw that when I was 10 years old. I was really not prepared for it at all. I knew nothing about it. I didn't sleep for a week afterwards. But it started my whole lifelong obsession with monsters and uh, uh, various creatures and movie making in general. So uh, yeah, you never forget your first. Alien is the perfect experiment in like visual audio horror you know it's it's just a movie that fucks with your head and it has you scanning every inch of the frame and it's dripping with atmosphere and characters and uh, it has an amazing monster design and mythology behind it that is just completely terrifying and and uh, it taps into the whole lovecraft th thing the fear of the unknown and it's just to me it's the perfect horror movie My name is Dante, uh, writer-director from Inferno Productions. I remember Alien. It's the HBO Cinemax, one of those two. And I was at my aunt's house. And when it came on, they showed like, you know, a preview before the, the movie. And I looked at it and I looked at my mom. I said, oh, can I watch it? Can I watch it? And she was always one of the people that when the, the guide would come out, she would mark if there's nudity, if there's too much profanity, or if there's violence and stuff like that. Nope, 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 you can't watch that. But she looked at my aunt, she goes, uh, is there any nudity in this? And she's like, no, no, it's just, you know, a creature movie. Uh, more like a drama or anything like that. Is it okay for him to watch? Oh, yeah, yeah. She goes, all right, I'm going to let you watch this. And if you do, I don't want to hear about it. I was like, oh, come on, Mom. I'm a man. I'm a man. So I watched the movie. And at the end of the movie, she said, all right, it's bedtime. And that's when it got stone quiet in the room because I knew I had to go into a dark room by myself. And I was, like, pretty freaked out for a long time because I swear I could hear the alien crawling on the ground, crawling through the ducks and stuff, like coming to get, calling my name, coming to get me. But uh, I survived the night, so that was awesome. But after that, that was one of those things where it's like, I like these movies. I mean, I always liked the old Hammer movies and whatnot, but they never had that type of intensity. And so uh, as, you know, uh, time went on, I really got into like um, some of the gore films, but like, uh, I remember the first time I saw The Evil Dead, and I was an altar boy, you know, so growing up Catholic, man, I was just, just for watching this movie, I'm going to hell. It's not gonna let us leave. We're not gonna die. 
We're not going to die. We're going to get out of here. And it's been a great experience. And I think I will be a horror fan until the day I die. It's alive. My name is Ben Raggington. I'm, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I'm with the TG Geeks podcast. And the very first scene that really freaked me out, I must have been eight or nine years old, and it was actually the James Whale Frankenstein. There is a scene right after the monster is actually up. Dr. Frankenstein comes into the lab, sees him standing there, and they did a really scary film technique where they do these um, little quick close-ups. Bang, bang, bang. So you see him almost you know, half body up, then you see shoulder up, then you see face up, and it's clip, 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 like that. And the way Boris Karloff was acting it with that makeup, really, as a child, freaked me out beyond belief. I mean, I literally ran out of the room into my bedroom. It just so terrified me. The very first thing that ever scared me in the films. To a new world of gods and monsters. <laughs> I am Keith Lane. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. And I um, have a most memorable scary sequence. And that was from the Dark Shadows movie. And that was, what, 1970? House of Dark Shadows. <laughs> Where death is a way of life. Barnabas had taken the, the medicine that was supposed to cure him, and they flashed that close-up of his face. My sister and I, we were at the Ritz Theater, which was fondly known as the Rats, because the floor, your feet stuck to the floor. It was one of those old vaudeville theaters converted to a movie theater. We were sitting on the second or third row, and we ran halfway up the aisle <laughs> when that flashed, screaming like little girls. <laughs> well, my sister was a little girl, but <laughs> so it was 1970-ish. And I think the first film that scared me was in the 70s, on uh, Mazeppa Pompozoides' Uncanny Film Festival and Camp Meeting at midnight. It was the midnight creature feature, and it was the Dracula film. And it was, it, I curled up in the fetal position on the couch because I, I was the only one up watching <laughs> TV at that time. So that was, those are my two scarable memory moments. <laughs> More than a hundred years ago, in a mountain village in Switzerland, lived a man whose strange experiments with the dead have since become a legend, a legend that is still told with horror the world over. I'm Nick Ravellis. I'm the Director of Education and Community Engagement at San Diego Opera. The first movie to really scare me was the first Hammer film, The Curse of Frankenstein. Wicked, insane, evil, call Frankenstein what you will. A demon had made a man-made monster, and now the monster was the master. Oh, what are you going to do? For your sake and to protect Elizabeth, I've so far kept silent. But now I shall go to the authorities and have them destroy that creature and see that you pay for these atrocities. No! I was, I believe, eight, and I didn't sleep for like two or three weeks. But then it was, it came out, I think, in the summer. So I was at summer school and I started drawing the creature over and over again. <laughs> and I sort of got used to him and got familiar with him. And that sort of got me into horror. I just enjoyed the scare, the thrill. It was really cool. I can't prove you murdered, but I can stop you using his brain. Why? He has no further use for it. Don't be a fool. Be careful. 
all of the pre-creature stuff that Peter Cushing as Dr. Frankenstein was doing in the lab. But the other thing was just the makeup of the creature. It just scared me. The image, the icon. I mean, I was sort of used to the old classic Frankenstein. I wasn't expecting that makeup at all. It just did me in. Hello, my name is J.T. Seaton, and I'm the writer-director of The Peripheral. The first movie I remember scaring me was, and it's probably going to be cliche, but the original Halloween. Halloween night. A small American town. 15 years ago. I remember seeing the film and being so scared that when I went to bed that night, I could literally see the outline of Michael Myers in my doorway and hear the breathing through the mask. That's how scared I was by that film. So that's my, that's the first movie I remember really scaring me was uh, John Carpenter's original Halloween. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. I'm Kevin Walsh, I, I live up in Burbank, and I'm a horror fan and script reader and sometime writer. So uh, the first film that I remember ever really scaring me, believe it or not, was The Exorcist, because I saw it way too young. And uh, I had heard of it, I was maybe eight or nine years old, I was at a friend's house, and we were, we were being babysat while our parents were out, and it came on, and I said, oh, we should check this movie out, it's supposed to be scary. So it was me and another like nine-year-old and then a poor teenage girl who was babysitting us. And uh, shortly after we started the film, we had the blanket laid out on the ground with two peaks in it so that we could duck and hide behind it when things got scary. And the teenager was curled up tighter and tighter in a field position on the couch. And I remember at one point we had to turn off the sound because of Mercedes McCambridge's voice. It, uh, it just terrified us so much. So we ended up half watching it silently for the rest of the evening. And it just stayed with me since then. It's still the scariest movie I've ever seen. Your mother's in here with his curse. Would you like to leave a message? I see that she gets it. Hi, my name is Gigi Saul Guerrero, and I'm here at Horrible Imaginings in San Diego. Man, the first film that scared me. Well, I was always really afraid of all the like covers that I would see at Blockbuster in the horror aisle. I was so scared. But the first film that really scared me was, of course, The Exorcist. I was not allowed to watch it. But then in Mexico, it came out again, remastered. I must have been only nine years old. So it had new sound, new color, new scenes. So my mom was like, okay, do you want to get scared? I'm going to take you so you can shut up. Because I was begging her to take me. And she's like, fine, I'm going to take you. So she took myself and my cousin. We were little. And yeah, traumatized the hell out of me. I'm a huge believer in all that paranormal stuff. So that movie made a huge impact on me. And I don't think any film has done that to me since. I've been scared, I've screamed, I've squirmed, but uh, yeah, no, Exorcist wins, 100%. It was one of those films where it was so creepy from the beginning, and it was so slow, and it was a slow burner, but just the imagery and the dialogue and Linda Blair, I, I can see why her as a kid, she went to a psychiatrist after <laughs> what she did was, 
insane. Like, it, yeah, traumatizing. Everything about that film is so scary. They cross that line, you know? So, yeah, I want to see more like that. My name is Jennifer McCleary, and the first movie I was scared at was The Exorcist, in that bed scene where her head turns. Begun in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit by this sign of the Holy Cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Damien! <laughs> I was about seven years old and I was, I was shocked. And I think it was one of those moments where I truthfully put my hands over my eyes and screamed. I, I had to watch it over and over again though later on, even through my teenage years, just to be like, all right, I gotta see that again. And I didn't think that priests could do stuff like that. It really made me think about probably my belief system in, in some form or fashion and that it made me stop and think that maybe maybe folks could actually be taken over by demons and that kind of freaked me out in a way where I wanted to search into that more, which I still do to this day. My name's Amy Bosler. I'm the executive director of the regional Emmys in San Diego. And the first horror movie that I saw, I begged my father to take me to see The Exorcist because my older and brother brother and sister had seen it and I was in second grade. <laughs> and pestering prevailed over good parenting. <laughs> the pea soup kind of started it, the, the green barf, even though my dad said, oh, it's just a special effect, it's just pea soup. The bed shaking and everything like that really horrified me. I couldn't go to sleep without my dad sitting next to me for about two months. It didn't help that I shared a room with my sister. My sister thought it was really funny to shake the bed and pretend like, you know, the devil was coming after us. <laughs> I've never seen it again. I don't think I could actually sit through it again because I think my reaction was just so strong. I don't think, even though I know how movies are made, I still don't think I could sit through it because just the emotions that it would bring up would be so strong. I don't think I could, I probably wouldn't sleep again for like another six months if I saw it again. <laughs> And to go out, here's director Guillermo del Toro, whose gothic romance Crimson Peak just opened. He talks about being scared not by a film, but by a TV show. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. What happened is, um, when I was a kid, um, the first time I saw any lasting image of horror was through a um, TV program called The Outer Limits. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. We can roll the image. Make it flutter. After seeing that uh, program, I unfortunately was scared uh, terribly by my brother, and uh, I peed on my bed. <laughs> it was actually my crib. And then uh, after that night, I started seeing monsters in my room. Uh, every time I would see the monsters in my room, I wanted to go to the bathroom, and I couldn't. So I ended up peeing in my crib again. <laughs> and my, my mother started punishing me. One night, I just stood in my crib and told the monsters in my room if they allowed me to go to pee, I would be their friend for the rest of my life. And that's how I fell in love with monsters. Once again, it seems like it's not always a bad thing for a child to be scared by a movie or TV show. Thanks for listening to the KPBS Cinema Junkie podcast. 
As I close, I want you to think about the first film that scared you and share your memories with me on my Cinema Junkie blog at kpbs.org slash cinemajunkie. I'll be heading off to Wales next week for the Abattoir Horror Film Festival and hope to snag a few podcast interviews for you. But I might not be hitting the regular Thursday and Friday posting times, so please be patient and keep checking back for some horrific fun. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team, Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I.